welcome to the Live Healthy with Laura podcast, where being healthy no longer has to be so hard, and dieting and restricting and stressing every day, yeah, those are things of the past. Allow me to help you dive into freedom and apply simple, practical strategies to your life that will help you become the happy, healthy, and vibrant person you have always dreamed of being. Happy Monday. Hope you guys are doing so well. Cannot believe that we are already halfway through August. Um, I just went and picked up some new pumpkin candles and I'm sitting in my office and it smells so good. Um, But that's beside the point. Um, I just get so excited for fall because it's my favorite time of the year. Um, And I have my new fall recipes and winter recipes coming up soon. So stay tuned for my uh, Live Healthy with Laura photo shoot. Um, and all of those recipes that will be shared with you guys over the next few months on my blog and Instagram and all of that. But, um, today we are talking about my principle number two, um, uh, that's in my book. Um, and that is discover the 80, 20 lifestyle and then live by it. And I know I've already touched on this, but As I've already said, if you can listen to all of these um, podcasts in a row, you'll see how my 10 principles really tie in together and how they help you um, together. They help you break up with dieting and change your mindset and your relationship with food in the best of ways. Um, So just bear with me as I go through each and every um, principle that I teach my clients and that I have in my book, Live Healthy with Laura. Okay, so I want you to think about the last time, and hopefully this was not long ago, that you ate something indulgent, and you really enjoyed it, and you felt really good about it, and you just went on with your day. Um, You know, I talk to my clients, I ask my clients that question often, and a lot of them um, can't remember the last time that happened. Um, or they say, you know, I used to be like that as a kid or as a teenager and I was carefree and now I I just feel so guilty every time I eat something indulgent. Um, well, we talked about it last episode, but, you know, you don't want to start something you can't do the rest of your life. And one thing none none of us can do the rest of our lives is be perfect. We can't. We can't aim for perfection. We can't aim for 100%. We're human. It's not realistic. And it's just not fun when it comes to what we eat to always feel like we are eating you know it's such a red like in such a regimented way now so this is where the breakdown of the 80 20 principle comes in 80 percent clean whole foods 20 percent indulgent and I'm going to break down how exactly you can apply this to your life but before I do I just want to share one thing that a lot of us um you know if we're on our health journey we maybe have not yet realized But that is that healthy eating does not have to be boring, number one. If you're not enjoying it, eat something else. You don't have to keep eating what everybody else is eating. I will tell you that. Um, Also, you know, once you actually really get in the kitchen and you play around and you, you know, maybe try one of my recipes. I have awesome muffin recipes, for instance, or some really yummy fall recipes, pumpkin bread, things like that. You know, you'll notice that you don't feel like you're missing out. You don't feel like you're um, maybe eating as clean as you actually are. So 
sometimes when we've maybe been in the diet world and we've maybe been on a meal service or we've been eating, you know, um, in such a, such a way that makes us feel restricted, we lose sight of the fact that healthy can actually taste really darn good. So I challenge you when you think about your 80%, first of all, um, and the foods you're taking in every single day, um, I challenge you to ask yourself if you're really enjoying them, if you're eating anything just because you feel like you should, um, or, you know, you, it's the new thing, like, you know, kale shakes. If you hate kale, you don't have to eat kale. There's other things you can eat. You know, you don't, I, I want to make sure that you're really tuning in, um, with yourself and actually enjoying what you're putting in your body. That being said, we're going to talk about the 80%, but also the 20% today. And I, I want to talk to you about why this, this ratio is so important. Okay. So when it comes to health and wellness, it comes to getting really good results, getting in shape, maintaining a healthy weight. Again, it all comes down to our relationship with food. Once we have grasped a really healthy relationship with food and we're no longer feeling like we're restricted, then we actually can, um, practice this way of living and it's not so hard and we're not dreading, uh, you know, what we're about to put in our mouth. We're enjoying our life. We're enjoying our food. But here's what it comes down to. You actually, and most of the time when you've been in the diet world, you have to break away from everything that you have taught yourself or maybe everything that, um, our culture has taught you. And believe it or not, you have to give in to cravings. That is the key. That's the trick to actually breaking up with dieting for good. That's one of the number one things you have to do. And that sounds so crazy to say, wait, you want me to go eat the brownie I've been obsessing over? Yes, I do. That sounds amazing. If you're obsessing over something, you're obsessing over it because you have told yourself no time and time again. When you tell yourself no, when, especially when it comes to food, you obsess about it. You know, you think about a kid, right? If you were to stick them in front of a cookie jar and you said, you, know, you were to say, okay, stare at this, you know, um, and don't eat it. Um, you know, what would they do? They would, they would read just staring at it and staring at it. And then they would probably try to sneak one or, as soon as they could have one, they wouldn't just want to have one, they would have six, right? In fact, back a few years ago, I did something called a toddler challenge. I actually have a really cute video of my son. I, I like stuck the cookie in front of him, said, don't eat it. And then I walked away um, and it was just really cute to see <laughs> what he did. Um, he actually did pretty well. He actually waited till I got back. But all that to say, when you tell yourself no, Number one, you're already telling yourself that you're making a connection within your brain that that food is bad. And I don't believe that there are bad foods. Um, I just believe that there are foods that are better for us. So the foods that don't serve our body and serve our health, well, it doesn't mean they're off limits. It just means that we budget for them. It just means as if it's a bank account, we save up for them and we plan to have them. We don't just have them randomly. We don't just have them when we're not really going to take the second, you know, take a minute to enjoy them. If we're running around, why are we indulging when we're running around crazy during the day? I personally don't. I indulge when my kids are, uh, typically settled for the day. That's when I'm having my dark chocolate <laughs> or whatever my treat is. Obviously on date night, I don't have little hands 
you know, coming at me um, or my plate. So I'm definitely enjoying my dessert then or my indulgent pasta meal or whatever. But you have to really tune in. Number one, ask yourself, what really matters to me? What what do I want in my 20%? For me, it's always chocolate. I love myself a good margarita. I love myself some Italian. Um, so, I, you know, I know what I enjoy. And then I also know what I'm okay not having. I for everybody that loves vanilla, I'm so sorry, but we can't be friends. Um, because I don't, (laughs) I'm kidding, but I don't love vanilla. I don't like vanilla. I will gladly, unless it's one of my sister's cakes, she's an amazing baker. I will gladly skip out on, you know, a vanilla cupcake or birthday cake at, you know, at a party. Um, but chocolate all day will always and forever be my love. And so Again, don't just eat it just because it's there. Um, So know what matters to you. But then when you know something matters to you, I, you know, I want to challenge you. Um, No, I, no, I double dog dare you to indulge in what you are craving. And that sounds, again, so backwards. Like, how am I going to get results if I'm eating junk? It's the, the trick is, the key is, number one, the ratio I'm not talking 50% healthy, 50% indulgent. I'm saying that you allow yourself a little treat every single day. That means if you want a brownie, have a brownie. Just don't have six, don't have seven, don't eat the whole tray because you can have another one tomorrow. You know, if um, I actually had a client recently message me and say, hey, you know, I'm really craving ice cream. Um, For my 20%, do I... Do I have to make sure it's like dairy-free and organic or can I just have the whatever, Ben and Jerry's or whatever I'm actually craving? I said, absolutely have a couple scoops of whatever you're craving, you know, get that little ramekin and have, you know, a, a like a portion that is reasonable of the real thing. And then guess what? You're not going to think about it anymore. And also what you're doing when you're indulging is you are taking the power away from that food. The, the food actually can have a lot of power over our minds if we let it. So by allowing ourselves to indulge in something that we are craving, we instantly eliminate the power and the hold that it had over us. Um, and so, you know, I, I actually have had clients that, um, you know, love chips and they hadn't had chips in forever. And then, you know, they're next thing, you know, they're having, I I want them. I tell them if that's what you want, that's your 20%. You don't care about sweets and you want a handful of potato chips every day. Great. Add it to your lunch and enjoy it and make that your 20%. And guess what? These people, these clients that I tell to do this and all of my clients I tell to do this, but the ones that really apply this principle, They lose weight because they're no longer indulging in everything. They're no longer feeling deprived as if they're without oxygen and they can't wait to, you know, breathe or eat again. They don't, they're not stressed around food anymore. They want chips. They have chips every day. They just have it in moderation. They stick to a proper portion. They, you know, they don't feel that they're good or bad by doing, by eating a food. You're not good or bad depending on how you ate. It's food is just food. Um, you know, you're not cheating. I always say, I hate the word cheat. I don't like the word cheat meal. Oh, I cheated today or this is my cheat day. 
Um, no, you're just living. You're not cheating. You're just living. If you notice, I don't ever say, I don't ever tell a client or I'm not telling you or I didn't write in my book to have a cheat day. I actually think that can really, really backfire on us. You know, if we go from eating iceberg lettuce all day and, you know, berries to eating everything our heart desires and stretching our stomach and feeling gross, that's not the goal either. So the goal is to always feel good, right? Um, but it's just it's just also to let ourselves live. Okay, so I'm not sure if you guys remember the first episode I share about my lasagna story, which is back to that was my aha moment for anybody that missed it. I went through a year of um, a borderline eating disorder, and I remember to this day the moment I let myself finally. Um, relax and have something I really wanted. And that happened to be lasagna that day. It happened to be Italian. I'm a big pasta girl. I love my Italian. So I remember when that light bulb switch, you know, came on and I remember feeling so good and so empowered. And I know that you can too. If you've been, if you've been feeling, you know, like you, you're just not enjoying life or food anymore, that can change. And I'm telling you, if you look at what you're eating as, as you know, fuel for your body and a way to nourish yourself and feel your best, but also as a bank account, if you look at it as, okay, you know, I always tell my clients, if you, if you're saving up for a Prada purse, you're not going to buy the Prada purse and the Prada shoes in the same day. You know, you just, you save up, and you indulge, when you do indulge, you do splurge, you enjoy the heck out of it, no guilt. And then you go right back to your you know, typical budget or your typical um, daily eating patterns. So um, I like to really explain how you can apply the 80-20 principle to your life because it can get confusing. Um, in fact, I had a client message me last week. She sent me a text. She said I was on vacation and I got really confused or really stressed out because I felt like I had, there were, there was way more indulging going on than my typical one little treat a day. And I wanted to enjoy, you know, different treats or drinks with my friends or family. And I didn't know if I was supposed to. So I want to explain this. So when it comes to the 80-20 principle, I want you to have a little treat every day. That's your 20%. That's your one brownie. That's your two little cookies. That's your ounce of dark chocolate. Then once a week, okay, so take notes. Once a day, small treat. Once a week, splurge meal. As you notice, I didn't say cheat, and I didn't say splurge day, okay? So every week, um, whether it's date night with your hubby, if you're married, or a girl's night, or guy's night, uh, whatever, have a actual splurge meal and that can be the bread, the pasta, the wine, the whatever you want, whatever your cheeseburger, whatever your heart desires. And again, the key is no guilt. And then once a year, okay, hear me out, on vacation, um, if you do go on a weekly, yearly vacation, which I just did, um, I want you to let loose a little bit. Now, what I'm trying to tell you is, I just already said, don't have a cheat day. I uh, Here's my goal, here's my thing with vacation, and here's my thing with holidays. So a 20 vacation, 20 week vacation, and 20 around the holidays, it just simply means that you know you pick what matters most to you. If you're in a beautiful exotic place and there's 
some type of something you really want to try, but you also really want to try the upside down pineapple cake that evening at dinner, just have it. You're not there very often. You will be fine. Um, if it's Christmas and, you know, for instance, I kind of house hop and I go from one house to the next, I, I totally, you know, enjoy myself at both places. So look at your 20% in a year, in a daily stance, daily stance and a weekly stance, and then a year, look at your whole year. So you can absolutely loosen up on vacation. Now, I recommend eating healthy when you can, like for instance, on Christmas day or on vacation, I always start with a healthy breakfast and then I try to pack half, you know, healthy snacks. But if lunch and dinner are a little more indulgent than usual, that is fine. So again, I want you to pick your poison every day. That might sound so silly, but pick something that really matters to you that does not, it does not have to be good for you. Hear me out. That sounds crazy coming from a nutritionist, I'm sure, but this is why our thinking is so backwards in our culture. You don't have to always walk on a tightrope. You can sometimes eat the thing that you have labeled within your brain as bad. But again, what you're doing is you are taking the power away from that food. You're no longer going to be obsessing about it. Binge eating will go out the window. Cravings, obsession, all of that, the stress, it's gone because again, you're allowed to have it. If your craving changes tomorrow, you can have that too. You know, just you don't have it all at once. You pick your poison or whatever you want to call it. Pick your indulgent, pick your treat every single day. Um, one little tip, one thing I want to tell you that's really exciting because I have clients and I don't blame them because I was the same way that are really resistant when I tell them I want you to have a little treat every day. I've literally had them say, I don't know if I can do that, Laura. I don't know. I, I, I barely you know, let myself indulge on the holiday as I doubt I could have a treat every day. But again, once they really, they do it, you know, and it takes 21 days to form a habit, they really see a difference in their relationship with food. And sometimes you just end up eating half the piece of cake, you know, or half the brownie because, hey, you're satisfied. You're not obsessing over it. But when it comes, we talk about metabolism. I share about metabolism a lot because you have, again, a lot of say over your metabolism, and one mistake we make in the dieting world or here in this culture is we eat the same darn thing every single day or the same amount of calories. Like I'm eating 1500 calories every single day and I'm losing weight, but then I plateaued. Again, your body responds to how you feed it, but also your metabolism can become lazy. It becomes, it actually starts to, um, know what's know what to expect and so it's not going to burn for you at such a heightened pace because it doesn't think it needs to so for anybody who has ever followed a you know any bodybuilder's journey or any fitness person on the internet that looks super ripped most of them do something that is called they practice something called carb cycling now i don't religiously believe in doing this but i just want to share what this basically means is they eat about the same for a couple of days, but then once a week, maybe twice a week, they really indulge. They have that indulgent meal. They challenge their metabolism. They fuel it. They fire it up. 
And then what science has shown is your metabolism then is actually heightened for the next 72 hours. So say you go back to eating about the same after you have date night with your hubby, but guess what? Your body, without you maybe even realizing it, is burning more than it was before you indulged. So actually, by practicing the 80-20 principle and implying this to your life, you end up challenging your metabolism more and burning more fat. So I, I can't convince, I, I don't know what to say to convince you to do this, but I hope something in this podcast has convinced you to give it a try. Um, fig, you know, Maybe take a piece of paper and a pen, write down what foods you really enjoy, maybe something you've not let yourself have in a long time. And then I want you to, here's the key, budget for it, plan. We're going to talk about planning because if you're not a planner, you have to become one. It's not as hard as you think, I promise. But um, listen, think about your week as a whole, um, figure out what 20 night you want to have and what little treat you want every day. And for goodness sakes, if you're going on vacation or these holidays that are coming up, I want you to enjoy them, relax, and just have fun. Um, okay, so that's what I have for you guys today. So excited for next week to share my principle number three. Um, please, again, DM me with any comments, questions, um, stories. I'd love to hear back from you, and I will catch you next week. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning in today and spending some time with me. I hope that you loved this episode, and I hope that you will pass it along to a friend, maybe via text or social media. Feel free to tag me at live underscore healthy underscore with underscore Laura. Also, feel free to check out my blog. Um, that's www.livehealthywithlaura.com. Um, and all three of my books, which are now available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. And if you really love this episode, I love hearing feedback. So send me a message or uh, leave me a review and I hope to catch you next time. Bye.